It's a Minimalist Monday edition of Optimal Living Daily, episode 612, a helpful guide for decluttering toys by Joshua Becker of becomingminimalist.com and I'm Justin Mollick. Happy Monday and welcome to Optimal Living Daily and the Optimal Living Daily Podcast Network where we narrate thousands of blog posts for you for free. Today's post is related to minimalism, which I like to do on Mondays and is another very common question I hear, what do I do with all the toys? But before we answer that, thank you to Talkspace for sponsoring this episode. Talkspace is an online therapy company, a genius idea that makes therapy affordable, convenient, and confidential. A Talkspace therapist can put you on the path to a happier life. For a special offer just for you, come by Talkspace.com slash old. Check them out if you've ever considered it. Helping them helps keep this show going. But for now, let's hear today's post as we optimize your life. A Helpful Guide for Decluttering Toys by Joshua Becker of becomingminimalist.com. Quote, if you want your children to turn out well, spend twice as much time with them and half as much money. Abigail Van Buren. Toys. Sometimes they feel like they are everywhere, like a never-ending army in a never-ending war. Personally, over the past two years, we have taken intentional steps to minimize the number of toys in our home. Sometimes we feel like we are winning the battle, Other days we feel like we are losing. But I did want to begin a conversation by offering some of the practical tips we have used to help minimize the number of toys in our home. Hopefully you'll have some helpful tips to add as well. And perhaps we can encourage one another in the seemingly never-ending battle against toy clutter. To be fair, the exact ideal number of toys will vary from family to family, if there even is one. But hopefully, each of these tips will be helpful to those of you who know the ideal number is certainly less than you have today. Number one, be convinced that less is better. As with any minimalist or simplifying project, it always begins with a heartfelt belief that less is better and desirable. I'm assuming if you have listened past the title of this post, you already believe this to be true when it comes to toys. But if not, you can read Why Fewer Toys Will Benefit Your Kids on becomingminimalist.com. Number two, fewer toys is different than no toys. Toys can be educational and play an important role in a child's development. Just to be clear, I'm not advocating no toys, I'm arguing for less. Number three, analyze your own motivation for purchasing toys. Most children don't buy toys for themselves, somebody else does. If there are too many toys in your home, start with yourself. Why are there so many toys in your home? A healthy look at your own motivations may go a long way in solving this problem. Number four, choose quality over quantity. You and your children will benefit more from toys that are chosen for their quality and workmanship and purpose, playability, than for their sheer quantity. And just like everything else in life, too many toys will always distract from the truly important ones. Number five, purge often. Most likely you need to make a clean sweep of your children's toys right now. Removing the low-hanging fruit, toys that are no longer used, is a great place to start and shouldn't take too long. Put the clean, unused toys in boxes and donate them to a medical center, nonprofit organization, local church, homeless shelter, orphanage, school, or Goodwill. Simply discard the dirty or broken ones. Then stay on top of the clutter by purging on a regular basis and going beyond the low-hanging fruit. Number six, set a confined physical space for toys. Whether it is a container, a shelving unit, or a closet, set a confined physical space for your children's toys. 
Once the space is full, there is no room to add more toys. Help your children understand that principle by clearly making the boundaries. If they wanna add, think holidays and birthdays, they'll need to remove first. Number seven, limit your purchasing with a budget. If you budget for other categories in your life, groceries, clothing, entertainment, you already understand how this principle helps keep your spending and consumption in check. If you don't, start today by setting a monthly or yearly budget for toys. Enforcing a predetermined budget amount will help in limiting your toy purchases. Number eight, don't give in to fads. Just like clockwork, toy companies will generate a new toy fad every few months by artificially generating a cultural buzz. If done well, this artificial buzz will become mainstream in the culture and no longer feel artificial. But it is, and it will always pass. You don't need to give in just because every other parent is. Number nine, keep a healthy, realistic attitude toward toy companies and toy stores. They may tell you that their main goal is to help or educate your child, but oftentimes they are driven most by their bottom line. Number 10, avoid duplicate toys. Instead, require your children to learn the invaluable life lessons of sharing, generosity, cooperation, and compromise. Number 11, find a local toy library. Consider borrowing toys rather than purchasing them. Number 12, watch less television. Consider the fact that marketers are brilliant at shaping the desires of men and women, young and old. Now imagine giving them hours each day to shape your children's minds too, and you'll quickly realize that you don't stand a chance. Number 13, don't give in to temper tantrums at the store. Every time you give in to a temper tantrum at the store just to avoid a scene, you embolden your child to do it again. They quickly learn how to manipulate you. Don't worry about the scene that is taking place in public. Wise parents in the store will respect you for not giving in, and the foolish ones will learn a valuable lesson. Number 14, equip your children to make wise choices. Involve your kids in the purging process. Help them make decisions about which toys should stay and which should go. This will serve them well into adulthood. After all, don't you wish your parents had forced you to learn that skill? Number 15, teach them to value other activities. Although all kids have natural tendencies towards certain endeavors, expand their mind by regularly introducing them to new activities that don't revolve around toys. Number 16, limit your toys too. Kids will always learn more from example than words. If your life is caught up in always needing to own the latest fashion, technology, or product on the market, theirs will be too. And it would be unreasonable to expect anything less. Keeping fewer toys will never be easy. It will always require thought and intentionality, but it will always result in your children learning to value who they are more than what they have. And that always makes it worth the effort. You just listened to the post titled A Helpful Guide for Decluttering Toys by Joshua Becker of becomingminimalist.com. And I'll give my comments in a minute, but I wanna say thank you to Talkspace again for keeping this show alive. Talkspace is an online therapy company and they make it really easy to connect with an experienced, licensed therapist, handpicked just for you. And it's as little as $32 a week, which is awesome. My favorite thing about it is that you can send your therapist text, audio, and or video messages whenever you want, that's huge. But you can also do a live chat, whatever you're comfortable with. You can talk about work or family, anything really that's on your mind. A therapist is ready to help. I highly recommend checking it out if you've ever thought about talking with a therapist. 
And it's great because you don't have to drive to one or wait in a waiting room or anything like that. You can use the coupon code OLD to get $30 off your first month, all while showing support for this podcast. Use that at Talkspace.com slash OLD. Again, that's Talkspace.com slash old. Now for today's post, I like that he mentioned limiting the space, but I think you can take that a little further and use the one in one out rule, which you can use for other things besides toys, but that's whenever you purchase something, you donate something. So if a child really wants a toy, then they'll understand, hopefully, that they'll have to donate a toy to make space for the new item. And that can work for physical or digital goods. For digital, you just remove the app. But donating is a great way to encourage giving back, so kind of a win-win there. All right, I think they'll do it for today. Have a great start to your week, and I'll see you tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.